Welcome, friends, to another edition of the Rhetoric Rick Show. I'm your host, Ricky, and yes, I've been out of it for quite a few months. I took the holidays off. I've traveled to L.A., visited families, friends. Actually, this this year wasn't as aggressive. Well, this past year, 2022, wasn't as aggressive as, as the year before. Like, I saw a lot of people the year before. This year, uh, well, as I'm recording this, it's already, like, the last day in January of 2023, so <laughs> so at least you know when I recorded this, and um, I post these right away. So for those who are new to the station, uh, thanks you for visiting. I I usually do daily rants, uh, you know, everyday rants that you know people tell you, oh hey, get over it. Just saying that hey, you're not there, uh, you're not there alone. We all have the same frustration, all the same first world problems, and um, yeah, just just think of it as an outlet, and. Um, I, you think during the holidays, as I travel, um, that I would have more rants. Well, I would put more posts out, but I've just been busy and taking some time off. I've been putting more overtime in my primary job, and hopefully that leads to something, some type of promotion. I realigned my goals in my head. Um, uh, I've been at my job for 10 years, and uh, thank me if you want, but I, I haven't seen that much upward mobility. So I figure, hey, you know what? Uh, that's one of the things you don't want to get too comfortable. Well, at least I don't. And so we'll see where this goes this year. And uh, I moved, uh, for those who don't know, I moved myself from Southern California to up here to Oregon, up here in Portland. Uh, you know, just cheaper lifestyle and, you know, just for opportunity with my same company. And so I'm hoping that I move up again. I'm not getting any younger, so uh, more to come. Another thing I'm doing is a part-time job on the weekends, just uh, hosting. I get paid very well to do it compared to other restaurants. All I do are, uh, is just seat people. That's the extent of our transaction. And I share a lot of things that, well, more like social situations where, you know, people aren't as courteous or as considerate as probably they should be. But anyway, um, I'm going to try my goal with this. Uh, I, for those who uh, listened to the last episodes, I think I did right before the holidays or right at the holidays. I don't remember, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, I had stated I didn't know where I wanted to go with this. And my goal originally was to have maybe 20 to 30 minute episodes. It seems like in the podcast world, the longer it is, the, I guess, the better promotion you have i guess or you know the better the better uh or maybe the higher chance of getting sponsored i don't know up to the point i've been doing this for off and on since the start of pandemic um off again off and on not consistently and you know my my audience base grew for a little bit when i first moved up here it was interesting exciting it's starting to lose its uh, shine for me and um at least you know the whole adventure and um now I'm. I just figured. Uh, I had thought about it and, and I was going to abandon this project and just realize, you know what? I'm going to keep it what I originally wanted to do, short and sweet. Ask you guys rhetorical questions. That's the whole point of the show. It might be just a simple encounter I might have at the gas station or what, whatever, or maybe something that happened at work. Something where, where, you just say, hey, you know what? I feel good about the situation. How do you guys feel? Have, what have you done, you know, something like that, or 
intern, which we get a lot of these because we that's what we do as a as a species. We'll, we'll I'll gripe about it, bitch and complain, and ask your guys' opinion as well. And you'll probably hear a lot more of those in the praises. Because again, that's what we do as humans. But anyway, um, so now that you know what's been going on, and also too, I really haven't been going to the gym. Have a uh, I'm seeing somebody now, so it's it's kind of a, it, it's it's steady. It's whether or not it's going to be a long-term thing. I seriously doubt it, but you know what? It's I like her companionship. Anyway, let's move on. I got a couple of things I want to cover with you guys. Um, I don't want to go too much into, you know, where I've been and all that. You, I, I give the, you got the gist of it. And, um, I got a few that, uh, really, uh, will, uh, <laughs> will, uh, will, you can relate to. Have you guys ever gone through, uh, uh, TSA, the airport, and you even buy those TSA locks. Hey, it's TSA approved and they still break it. <laughs> that happened to me. My second trip to LA. Um, well, if for those who don't know, I usually go around uh, Thanksgiving and New Year, or whatever Thanksgiving, um, Christmas and New Year. And yes, I do make two trips. So, like, yes, if you want to say I make baller money, whatever. I plan these out well in advance, so I get them at least for a decent price not maybe not great but at least decent price anyway um i had my luggage i even got those tsa locks and uh i've had these locks before i've used them before and you know the reason they're tsa locks is you know i guess they have a special key and they'll be able to get in and out and They'll go through the bag, and you're probably thinking, Ricky, why would they go through your bag? You know, to make it easier for me for my carry-on, I'll put my laptop in the in the luggage. And uh, try to make it easier for me. Apparently, that's not easier for them, because they went in. They, and then they've done this before, where they go in, they leave a little slip saying, oh, hey, you know what? This is TSA. You know, we were the ones who went through your bag, and if your lock was broken, it's because we had to get in, and we couldn't get it. So, again, I have I've had these TSA locks forever now. <coughs> Maybe not forever, but at least I think since I first moved to here, so about two years. And um, when I get uh, when I come back, I think for Thanksgiving. I found out that they broke into the lock, but they were so generous. They they took a paper towel and all the pieces to it. They put it, they put it in this paper said paper towel, bunched it up and put it in my luggage. <clears throat> when I opened my when I got my luggage, I noticed the lock wasn't on it, so I was frustrated. So I was just like, "What? What happened?" Look in there, and I found the paper towel and the note, <laughs> and I'm just like, I cannot believe it. It's like, it's a TSA lock. Why would they break it? Now, granted, yes, let's think Arkham's Razor were, the lock could have broke on its own, or maybe didn't, they didn't have a key that day, but it had, they had to get in. 
whatever, granted. And but yes, probably my fault because I left my laptop in there because I was trying to make things more convenient. And um, it's just frustrating. It was really frustrating. And anyway, I had two locks, right? Uh, well, you don't know that, but I had two locks. So there goes one. Second, uh, my uh, a recent trip I took to Phoenix for, was for a company event. Um, I found out, I think I accidentally uh, put one of my face washes in my, uh, I, I forgot to pack it. And so when, when I had already um, closed up my, my luggage and I, when I was scanning my hotel room, I saw my uh, face wash, but, and I didn't want to like put it all the way down, whatever, oh, you know, open it up and lay, lay down the, the luggage and. You know, I was just too lazy. Put it in my backpack, my carry-on, and um, I went to one of our local um, offices to work out of there because my flight wasn't until nighttime, and we wrapped up pretty early in the morning. Anyway, while I was at the office, I decided, hey, towards the end, you know, where they were going to take me to the airport, oh, I'll do it now. So I take out my face wash from my bag, open up the the uh, luggage, put it in there, zip it up. I thought I, I thought I had put the TSA lock on. Anyway, when I got the bag back, um, the lock was on when I was getting it from um, baggage claim. So, and there was no slip in there saying that, hey, this is TSA. It went through your bag. But this time there was no need because the laptop wasn't in there. So now I'm th at least the second lock, I might have left in Phoenix. So I lost two TSA, you know, uh, traveler's locks in a matter of like a month, maybe two. So I'm just like, geez, <laughs> it's just it's just frustrating. It's just you know, if you're on a if you're watching your budget, I mean, you, I, again, you got to foresee little things like this happening because it does happen. But it's just frustrating because the first one is it's like I'm pretty sure they probably broke off for what a, re a reason. I want to give them the benefit of a downside. Like, oh, maybe maybe it was a cheap lock and while they were opening it, it broke. It is what it is. But the fact that they're not uh, responsible for it, well, again, it is what it is, right? I hate using those words, but. There's that's my there's not going to be a conclusion to this. We're never going to find out the truth, and it's it's fine. I'm I'm just to the point where I'm just like I'm over it, kind of. Obviously not, but. <laughs> and my next thing is that um, it's just frustrating when you have you know, you know if those who know me and please don't you're going to judge me for it, and that's fine. I'm not a big fan of kids. My weekend restaurant uh, job hosting. The reason I I jumped at the opportunity is because they don't in the they don't allow kids in the. It's more like a bar. Slash restaurant, but they don't allow kids at all. No minors. It is just, it's just, my. <laughs> Again, it's I hate to sound so insensitive, but I, I figure at the same time, hey, you know what? Most people don't when they're out with their kids running around, being vicious little monsters. 
and being very considerate to their to their other patrons around them who are just trying to have a nice time without kids. The ones who were considerate enough to either leave them with a sitter or leave them with a family member or a trusted adult to actually take care of the kids while you know you have a nice time with your significant other or just with uh you know friends or family whatever but it's of course during the holidays a lot of people with kids travel and it's just it's just frustrating i remember being at while waiting for my flight in phoenix i'm one of, at one of these charging stations um you know where you have your phone you know you can charge your phone whatever right and you know you can sit down at it and this lady pulls up with her uh baby carriage and all <laughs> and this this how you know it's, it's it's poetic justice from uh you know coming back to me right baby in the stroller not you know not not even four feet away from me screams his head off i just like jump back like oh my god <laughs> It was, it was, it's funny now, but it was just so frustrating because she was there for a little while. I finally, like, once my, um, once we were starting to board, I just moved. It was frustrating. It, and she had two kids. One, the one, the other one was unruly. He was just running around. Toddler, of course, the, the, the kid in the uh, stroller was an infant. Always just thinking, please, sweet Jesus, sweet baby Jesus, please don't sit me on the plane next to them. Please, please, because I usually pay extra for the premier class in in um, Alaska, and you'd be surprised. It's like they still will see kids up there. I'm like, I'm like, what do you do that you can afford to put your kid in first class or whatever premier class? Even nine times out of ten, the uh, people with kids will ride, you know, whatever coach. And um, I saw this lady passing with, you know, her two little hell kids. And they were heading towards the back. I was like, thank goodness. Lucky for me, actually actually lucky for all of us, they were actually pretty quiet on the plane because it was a late flight. We didn't come into, uh, we didn't land into Portland until like 11. So you're you're in the air by like 9, 10 o'clock. So it was actually a late flight. And I actually dozed off on the plane because it was that quiet. So I at least appreciated that. I don't know what she did or just the fact that you know, maybe my noise, uh, my noise cancellating, cancellating ear pods actually do work. I was actually take, able to do little those on the plane, and I didn't hear them even when I was awake. So hopefully I was far enough where I didn't hear all that ruckus and commotion. Again, I'm not a big fan of kids. That's why I don't work in that industry. But I do say God bless whoever's, uh, whoever does, like teachers, daycare workers, stuff like, stuff like that. God bless you guys for having the patience. Especially teachers, I, yes, I think you're underpaid. Especially for ensuring America's future, you're underpaid. But anyway, moving on. What's one of your biggest travelable gripes? That's what I wanted to ask on this one. I know I covered this one in episodes before, but this one's fresh again, especially since you know, especially during the holidays and the whole TSA thing. It's just like you're at their mercy. What can you do? But if you have a story, share it with me. I'll share it with the group. If you want, if not, that's fine. Um, but what are your biggest travel gripes? What are what's your biggest gripe when you go to a restaurant? Share it with me in the comments. We'll see you on the next episode.